Episode 14 The End of the Garden of God Genesis 3 verses 16 to 20 Verse 16 Then God said to the woman, I will cause you to have much trouble when you are pregnant. And when you give birth to children, you will have great pain. You will greatly desire your husband, but he will rule over you. There are several parts to the sentencing of the woman, and they are given in the form of couplets. The first to apply to her mothering role, and the second to concern her role as a wife. The woman, having been present at the curse of the serpent, was certainly excited at the prospect of having a child. The serpent was told that her seed would crush his head, probably expecting it right away. Until then, she was sentenced to the multiplication of sorrows in and through her conception and all the way through the birthing process. Unfortunately, the woman finds out that the curse of the serpent and all of its promise of a coming seed to crush his head will come at a cost to her. It has been noted that women suffer more pain in the birthing process than any other creatures of the earth, and this is certainly a result of the curse pronounced here. There is no other known reason for it. During and after having a baby, women have mental troubles, sorrows, pain, nausea, food disorders, dizziness, head pains, teeth pains, some have fainting spells, and so on. And of course there is the constant worry about miscarriages, the health of the baby, will she be able to handle things, and on and on. And all of this leads right up to the time that the baby is born, with the birth pains growing in frequency and strength. Of course, there is a time, a short time, when that is forgotten. Jesus said, A woman, when she is in labour, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. John 16, verse 21 After the joy of the moment, though, reality comes back and the trials of conception and birth are replaced with the joys and the trials of raising the child. In addition to the trials and pains, the woman's sentence includes that her desire will be for her husband and that he would rule over her. The rule of man over the woman is to be one who is responsible for the wife and the family. The woman is to defer to her husband's decisions when they conflict with her own wishes. In Ephesians 5 verse 22 to 25, we see the proper order of this relationship carefully noted by the Apostle. Wives, be under the authority of your husbands as of the Lord. The husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. The church is Christ's body. Christ is the saviour of the body. The church is under the authority of Christ. So it is the same with you wives. You should be under the authority of your husbands in everything. Husbands, 
Love your wives as Christ loved the church. Christ died for the church. Living as husband and wife within the Christian context should restore each to their proper place and put them in line with God's intention for the husband and wife. Verse 17 Then God said to the man, You listened to what your wife said, and you ate fruit from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from. So I will put a curse on the ground. You will have to work very hard for food. In pain you will eat its food all the days of your life. The ground will produce thorns and weeds for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. You will sweat and work hard for your food. Later you will return to the ground. This is because you were taken from the ground. You are dust, and when you die, you will return to the dust. The Lord God now turns his attention and judgment upon the man. The ground is cursed and will no longer bear fruit from heaven. Man would have to toil, and he still does to this day, to get food to come up from it. The phrase, all the days of your life, implies that there will always be this way for fallen man not just during the life of Adam, but all the days of man. The Lord God formed man out of the dust, and it's what we consist of. When the spark of life which animates us leaves our body, entropy takes over, and we inevitably return to the very dust from which we came. Verse 20 The man named his wife Eve. This is because... She is the mother of everyone who ever lived. The name translated Eve in English is immensely unfortunate and removes all relevance to what is being relayed. Her name, Chava, means life. First, we see in this verse that Adam named her. By choosing the name Chava, or life, he is demonstrating faith in God's promise to provide a Redeemer. He knew this Redeemer would restore them to spiritual life and fellowship with God, but he had no idea that it would be 4,000 years before this Redeemer would come. All he knew at that moment was that there would be one who would restore their dead condition. Because of his naming her Chava, it can even be inferred that he expected the very first person born from them to be that one. Even though they had come to the end of the Garden of God, they had hope of a better day ahead, and they exhibited faith that what the Lord promised would come about. Hallelujah and Amen.